Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right. So first of all, Pre-PT Grind, tell us a little bit about yourselves. All these people may have never heard of you before who are listening in. Hopefully they have. I don't know if they have, but um, my name is Joseph Ngugi. Um, I'm a physical therapist in Tampa, Florida. Um, and this guy here can introduce himself. He is. Hey, how's it going, guys? Casey Coleman. I'm a physical therapist up in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, and honestly, so pre-PT Grind, um, just, just to make it basic, for anyone that's never heard of us, uh, we're a platform that has really dedicated a, a big portion of our career um, to helping pre-physical therapy students get into PT school without wasting a lot of time or money. And we're doing it in a way that's just different from how everyone's ever done it. Um, really, um, no guidance counselors, no faculty members, none of that. Um, none of those processes that have just been the old school way of doing it, uh, but just really using um, our experiences and the experiences of others to really build a platform that's been pretty significant and, and just beneficial. And really, honestly, to be honest, it's really what we wish we would have had when we were pre-PTs. And so that's what we're creating. And that's pre-PT grind. It's awesome. I can tell you firsthand that pre-PT grind helped me so much last year, this time last year. Still didn't know if I was going to be accepted into PD school. Joseph and Casey know, and they are, it's the best platform out there. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> too kind, too kind. Too kind. How did it all start with you guys? Um, I, we kind of want to know what was your thought process with this? Like, I know you went to the same university, and how did this just come about? Yeah, so um, we'll make stories a little bit here, myself and Joseph, but I uh, started on, on the campus of Andrews University. It's in Berrien Springs, Michigan. And, and where, in, where in the world is that? So um, if you go to downtown Chicago on a map and you go straight across to the other side of Lake Michigan, that's the general vicinity of kind of where our, our school was. So the, the premise of what is Pre-PT Grind Now pretty much started on that campus of Andrews University in Bering Springs, Michigan. Um, and long story short, or we can make it long, whatever you guys want, um, Joseph's had a, a project for school. And that's where really the, the foundation, the pillars really started for our main program, our main resource guide, our main thing that we offer pre-PTs so they don't waste time or money in getting into PT school. So um, that's where the premise was built off that initial project that he called me for um, actually, the summer that I was reapplying for PT school, um, he called me up, asked me to be one of the mentors in what he was starting for that program. So I took it on uh, full steam and we started. We had about, I don't know, six students or so. Then year after year, it built upon itself. Then about when Joseph was about to graduate PT school, I was actually what we were talking about um, pre-recording. Pre uh, smart success PT. I took that after my first year and um, Joseph and a couple friends saw what I was doing with it. And they were like, what, what is going on? What are they teaching you? Because they were on clinicals. 
um, for, for that time. So they came back and they're like, what is going on? Did they change something in the curriculum? What is PT school doing? I don't remember none of this going on. So I explained to them, broke it down, all that good stuff. And um, they took the leap. I, I introduced it, of course, and all that good stuff. But there's many people I introduced it to and they, they did absolutely nothing with it or they shut it down, didn't listen. And um, hey, they went through with it and look where Joseph is now and, and a lot of um, uh, other of our peers are now. So that's where, that's where um, it kind of switched to, okay, this is a school thing. This is a you know, thing we do in person and we're reaching a small number of people. What if we can expand it and go to other universities and schools? And at that time I took Smart Success PT and I had some inkling of knowledge of what this online stuff was about, what you can do with it, how you can you know, expand your reach and scale stuff out and reach people like Gabby and Sarah and end up on the Gratitude Podcast and stuff like that. So I was like, I mean, we could try just taking it online, see what happens. There's plenty of people out there, um, people in the country, people in the world. So um, that's how we kind of took off with it, with, uh, with the knowledge that we learned from that, uh, that platform from, from Greg Todd and, and um, we took it one step at a time. Facebook group here, Instagram there, podcast just like this one um, there, and we started, you know, reaching people. And somebody told somebody else, and somebody told somebody else, and I saw a video, and it just kind of built on top of each other to the point where um, we got a decent following now. Of course, we want to build and, and grow, uh, but we have an okay following where enough people know about us to eventually exchange uh, money and time and, and their efforts and resources with um, just regular guys like us who just wanted to share our stories and, and help them um, either not make the mistakes we did, like myself, or make the mistakes of, of people we knew um, trying to get into PT school. Because it's, you guys know, it's a grind, it's hard, it's a system, it's a moving bar that you have to adjust to and, and play the right game very strategically and uh, very timely to, to make that um, jump and, and cross that barrier of status into being SPTs in PT school like, like you guys there and Gribe so. Um, I know there's a lot of details, Joseph, whatever you want to fill in. That was kind of the Cliff Notes version, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. That was good. That was good, bro. So yeah, Casey just summarized it very well. Um, it was really born out of just frustration. Um, I, uh, after my first year as an undergrad, after my freshman year, uh, a few of my peers were pretty much convinced to not do the pre-PT track anymore because their grades were garbage. And as we all know, come on, like one year can't really, it's, it's not that big a deal. But you're being told by people that are, uh, have not gone through that process before, um, faculty members, uh, guidance counselors, and all of that. And so a lot of my peers had to pull the plug because they listened to them. I mean, like if, if I'm told by someone who's, you know, a faculty member that I can't make it, well, I was already doubting myself anyway. So maybe I can't, right? And so... At that point, I'm like, man, like, what am I doing differently? And for me, it was just like, I was getting a lot of guidance from people that were ahead of me. So students that were in their last year that had already gotten accepted, I'm like, oh, well, shoot, you took the same classes I'm taking right now. What did you do differently? And so by my second year, by my sophomore year, I already knew, okay, something has to be created to take care of new students. This whole thing was meant for freshmen from the beginning. It was always meant for freshmen. It was meant for students that just did not know any better or any worse. And so you could actually train them and give them value and actually walk them through the whole thing so they could become perfect applicants. That was the whole vision. And then ultimately it like 
it wasn't as big as we thought it was going to be on campus. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's like Casey was saying, it started with six students, and there was lots of pre-PTs. It started with six students, grew to eight, maybe ten. I mean, it was growing, but by the time I was done and Casey was one of the coaches, I was like, man, like, I'm looking at Casey, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing blogging, doing all these different so, – so, yeah, ultimately it turned into an online platform. The actual initial idea of growing it was this. We were planning on actually going school to school with other schools that were affiliated with our university and teach them and train them on how to mentor freshmen that were trying to get into PT school. That was the initial plan. And then Casey just starts telling me about how online can do it. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've never seen that before. And he really learned that from Greg Todd. He saw Greg do it and was like, man, why can't we be the Greg Todd's of the pre-PT world? As in like straight up, that's exactly what he said. Um, I, I remember exactly where we were sitting, uh, fall of 2016, and that's what he said. And I, and I still didn't fully get it, but after having a conversation um, on a Friday in January of 2017 with Greg, um, fa Facebook messaging and, and then a phone call, he's the one that really allowed me to see, okay, you have the ability to serve a lot of people. I mean, right now, like, it's gone from six people to a platform where we're talking to like 3.5 thousand people every time we hit our Facebook group. You know what I mean? Like it's such a big jump, uh, but it's really shown us how small the world is, but more specifically how small the PT world is. And um, uh, I think Casey and I have this obligation to serve pre-PTs simply because every time, like think about it, every time you don't get into PT school, that's anywhere between 70 and $90,000 lost. That's a year that you're not going to get seventy to $90,000. And I know we want to talk about helping people and all that stuff, but let's be real. Like, that's a payday gone. That's a pay year gone. And so you have to ask yourself, like, what's it really worth to you? If someone's coming into PT school and they have a family, clearly their desperation is a lot higher than someone who's like 21 years old and they're just like goofing off, right? And so I happen to be a little younger when I started PT school, but you have to really ask yourself those questions. And so for us, it was like, wow, like to, there's people that are so desperate to get in because of what this means to not only them, their pride, their family, but their kids and more. And so they, they don't have time to waste. So we can't really, we can't follow a system that's let them down already. A system that just says, go look at the school's website. Okay, I've done that. But every other pre-PT is doing the same thing. So how do I stand out? A system that's going to faculty members that haven't, have either not gone into PT school for the last 10, 20 years, or have, have never even gone through the process. So all they're seeing is, oh, you got bad grades, you'll never make it. So how do we give that person their life back? How do we give that person the ability to take care of the family? We actually have to serve them. Mm -hmm. and we have to know it better than anybody else. And so that became our calling. That's what pre-PT grind is really about. And, and it's really... a like it's a bigger journey than we've shown. It's, it's, it's showing people that are interested in or trying to figure out if PT's for them, helping them figure that out. Like, is this for me or not? Cool, that's the first part. Secondly, can I get in? Okay, yeah, you can, of course. Let's just figure out how for you. And lastly, how do I not only stay into PT school, but, but really win with physical therapy? And that's now when we're using our network of, of people that we know to help that individual. I mean, Sarah's about to make a pretty big leap as you know, part of our network that would be amazing for current pre-PTs to ultimately get into. 
because that's really where physical therapy is moving. Like it's, it's a really small world because we have online, we can access anybody we want. We can learn from anybody we want. And really what we also want to show pre-PTs is that what you actually want outside of being a clinician is absolutely possible. It's absolutely possible. And we're doing it in real time just to show them that. So someone comes to us and like, I don't know. I don't know if online, well, we served you through online. So clearly there's another way to serve outside of just being a treating therapist. And think, you have to really think about it too. Like at some point, like if someone wants to have children, doesn't that give them a little more freedom? When they understand how they can use their expertise, their story, their experience to just take care of people. Mm -hmm. And if you can do it online, I could be at home with my kid all day, especially as a mother. Yeah. And then, and then the, the father can also do the same thing if he wants to take care of the family and the mom and all. I mean, come on. Like, it, there, there, there's so much out there, but we've just been limited to thinking that all we can do is be clinicians. And if you've invested that $100,000 plus into PT school, you better treat for the next 40 years. Come on. There's so much more out there. It's, it's crazy. I mean, you can, do, you can do so much in this profession that not a lot of people know. And you know, as students, we, you know, we should have that network and we should have access to different aspects of physical therapy that, like you said, you don't have to, you know, work for 40 years and treat even like work 40 hours a week. Yeah. And it gives people time freedom. So the whole point, I think, for growing your network online is to have that time freedom, like say I have kids 10 years from now and I'm like, I don't want to go treat for 40 hours a week. I have children to take care of. I can still do something with my time and also spend time with my family. And I think that's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Now, wouldn't it be amazing if pre-PTs just caught that? Wouldn't it be amazing if PT students, I know that's your audience, like, wouldn't it be amazing if PT students understood that? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Like what, what does that do to you? Like, you're so ready to go at a profession where, I mean, like PT students that are listening, we've all gone through the application process and gotten it great. But I can almost guarantee that at least 90% of those listening right now have met a PT that is not pleased with their job, right? Have met a PT that has burnt out, have met a PT that is just like, has tapped out on this whole PT game simply because all they knew was get into PT school, work for the next 40 years, semi-retire, slash work at a sniff, slash teach, so you can make ends meet, and then hopefully your kids make it big so they can take care of you until you die. Isn't that really what it is? What a cycle. That's exactly what we're setting ourselves up for. So if we really want to push PT, this amazing profession that we love, as students, we're really obligated to push ourselves beyond the standard. Okay, I'm about to get real. Do, do we have like faculty members to listen to this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, is it okay if I say some words? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Say the okay. words. Definitely. Cool. Please do. Well, I apologize, professors, but I also don't. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't we can't rely on what we learn in school to help us understand how business works, because if someone is teaching you business, but all they're doing is teaching, then clearly there was something missed. If someone is teaching you business. And they had, a, I'm saying this because I had a professor like this. If someone's teaching you business, but they themselves had an unsuccessful business, then they have no right to be teaching you business. 
if someone is teaching you how to serve more people, but they're still telling you at the same time that the best way to be a PT and succeed is to work at a sniff or work somewhere where you're seeing more, less people and getting paid more, then they don't know how this whole game works. Because the more people you serve in regards to your impact level, we all want to have impact. Like at, in some way, shape or form, the reason why you, Gabby and Sarah, have this podcast is because you want impact, right? Yeah. yeah. Like everybody wants it. The reason why physical therapists want to be PTs is not just so we can, you know, hide in a box. Like we want impact. We want to help other people achieve something and that's impact. And we can only do that. We can only have more impact with serving more people, right? Now, the way we've done it is really inefficient. And that's why a lot of us are kind of scared. We're like, man, we're in PT school and we've seen a lot of clinics go downhill. Like, okay, Gabby, you came to my clinic. I did. Like, was that impact? Were we seeing more people than most people would see in a clinic? Oh, for sure. But how, how, how were people being taken care of? They, I mean, you, they were taken care of so well. And I, I know I mentioned to you, like, I've never seen anything like this. And I was inspired. Exactly. So you have to take care of more people. And really right now, the best way to do it is even before you treat as a clinician, do it online. Do it online. Stop limiting yourself to saying, well, let me just do my clinical rotations first. Let me do my, let me pass my anatomy test first. Let me start helping people. You know what Casey was doing? You know what actually got my attention? Casey literally in his second year of PT school was taking what he was learning in real time and saying, hmm, Somebody might benefit from this. So he wrote a blog on it in real time. Impact. Heck, that's the reason why I even signed up for SSPT, which is why pre-PT grind even exists. Impact. So use what you have right now to serve more people. And the more people you serve on the back end, it's going to yield more impact, more influence, more time freedom, and even more income. And let's not... I mean, I think a lot of times you say, it's not about money. We want to help people and all that stuff. Come on. Like you finished PT school. What's everyone talking about? I got loans. I got to pay off school. I got debt. I'm working overtime because I have all these, all these bills. To, like, it's always about money. That, that actually, like, actually, when we don't have enough of it, it affects how we serve people. Because now we're doing everything out of the desperation for money. So we make a bunch of stupid decisions because we're trying to generate as much money as quickly as possible. But if we just figure out how to serve people and do it in a grand scheme, like right now, pre-PT grind, I'm not even like saying this arrogantly, that's like Casey and mine's retirement plan. Like real talk, real talk. We take care of enough pre-PTs, we can call it deuce. Like we can call it good. We don't have to treat anymore, all that stuff. But that's not our main point. Our main, our main objective was impact. But because we were seeking for impact, because we decided to do it online, because we decided to figure out an efficient way to actually serve more people, it actually pays off financially. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think like a lot of the frustrations that we all felt going into PT school, a lot of the burdens that we were feeling when we were talking to our professors and hearing them tell us about you know, this in PT or what you're gonna struggle with, all a lot of it is based on like really a few main things, money, we're talking about salary, we're not getting enough, this, whatever, and burnout. Burnout, really, which is caused by two things, inefficiency and boredom, right? If I'm inefficient, it means I feel overwhelmed, overworked, all that stuff, whether it's in a clinic, whether it's my schedule, but then if I'm also not growing, if I feel like I'm getting bored, it wears down on me. 
and I feel burnout. That's it. Those are the main things that crush PTs. And they might come out on fire. I'm telling you, like, if I showed you Casey's picture when he got his DPT, my man was excited. Yeah, Casey, you were excited. My man was hype. And that's how everybody is. Like, when they graduate, like, yo, I got my doctorate. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, and then, like, six months later, like, at least half of them are, are, are frustrated. Sorry, bump that. Three months later. They're frustrated. Now, come on. You go through three years of a doctorate level degree to be disappointed three months in? Like, what's the point of that? Yeah, that's your fault. Sorry, professors, but not sorry. I think a lot of people need to hear that. And I think having other influences besides just your professors is so essential. And that's what people are missing. And that's a big reason why I wanted to do this. Like, I almost didn't even message Gabby and a ton of other SPTs way back in, what, August or whatever, because I was scared it wasn't the right time. And I was like, I'm about to start school in a few weeks. Should I be doing this? And I had everyone telling me, no, like, this is not the right time. But I didn't listen to them, obviously, and here we are. Look at you now. Look at that. Clearly, Sarah, you don't want to be average. Mm. No, (laughs) absolutely not. I got a question for you, though. Who was telling you to not do it? Um, what was their life looking like? Oh, what were their lives looking like? Very average. Mm. And that's why I didn't listen. Boom. We are above average SPTs. We, we are not the norm. We are not going to be mediocre. We are, we're more than that. And like you said, we want to make an impact for students and for pre-PTs and for new grads. I mean, this is, this is why we're, this is why we wanted to do it. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's it. So, so for students that are listening, what, what Gabby and Sarah just said is, is everything. Um, and uh, by that, I mean that like, you have to be above everything. And that means sometimes not listening to those that are closest to you. And I'm not saying disrespect. Right. Let me clarify that. What I mean is you have to figure out who's actually gone through this path before and what. Um, one of my struggles was, um, especially like before PT school and during PT school was, was with my mother um, who, who did not see the value of PT. And so um, there's a lot of decisions that I made that have paid off, um, but she just didn't get them. And so initially it was like, Joseph, don't do this. Like pre-PT grant, it was like, Joseph, don't do this. Um, PT school, she's like, like, the only way I convinced her that PT was my thing was because she heard it was a doctorate. That was it. That was it. But she wanted me to be a physician, a lawyer, or an engineer. That's it. And so that's where a lot of my like struggles were. Because I was like, man, I love my mom. And I really want to respect her. But I had to realize quickly that there's certain things that people that are close to us are going to say that are meant to protect us. But in reality, they're always going to hold you back. When we finished our, I think it was our third episode of our Pre-PT Grad podcast, somebody actually messaged me. I said, man, y'all are, y'all are killing this. This is great. So what are you guys going to do? Like two more episodes and then just direct people to like the websites for, for, for schools, because that's all that you really need. And that, and that moment, like, honestly, I doubted myself for like a brief second. I never told Casey, but I doubted myself for a brief second. I was like, oh shoot, like, is this pointless? Like, are we really just like talking to a wall? But now like almost 70 episodes later and all the experiences that have gone, it's like, nah, like, 
they were just thinking average or they just weren't aware of what our mission was. So for you as a PT student, you have to understand that your calling is not anybody else's calling. It's not your family's calling. It's not your best friend's calling. It's not, so you have to figure out, okay, one, I know it's my calling, so I just gotta protect it. So who can I put around me that will actually add value to it? Who can I put around me that will actually help me figure out how to make it happen? If I can do that, it's game over. And that's what Casey and I had to do. And we did it through the vehicle of Smart Success PT. We did it through the vehicle of just figuring out even in our classmates, like who to have around us. Um, and, and, and to this day, like I just protect my inner circle very, very much. Like whoever's inside has to rock with what, like we all have to be on point with what everybody's doing. If you don't fit that, you're not gonna be in that inner group. Like we can be friends, but really time-wise, because we're on a mission, let's make sure we have people that are not going to bring in any negative energy. And that's it. And so if you can figure that out in PT school and have that carry you through being a clinician, then really there's not a lot you can to do. Will you like struggle along the way? Well, of course, that's part of it. It's, it's fine. But if you have those people with you, riding with you, pushing you, then you're not really going to see it as defeat or failure. You'll see it as very temporary, just, just a bump on the road, but you'll never really see it as failure. And if you can get to that point, then you're not going to hold yourself back. Same way, Sarah, you almost didn't do it. Like, you're not going to hold yourself back. But, but do, you, do you regret doing it now? Not yet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I will not regret this so, at all. Not yet. Not sure yet. Listeners, be, if y'all ever see this podcast disappear, you know. Not <laughs> but, but that's it. That's it. And so, so you never regret those things because they fall in line with what you want, with what your passion is. And if you do that, that's where regret is completely avoided. If we're doing things based on what those people around us that are not in line with our, like, it's not their dream. So it's not like they're trying to like jeopardize you, but you're going to get in your own way very, very fast. If that becomes your way of navigating through life and you're going to end up getting to whether it's six months into PT or at your retirement and be like, shoot, I should have done A, B, C, and D, but I spent too much time listening to those around me that did not understand my vision or mission, but two, I actually ended up shooting low. I wanted to aim low and hit and accomplish whatever I was pursuing rather than aiming high and potentially missing, but having a strong group of people around me that were going to push me to excel in everything I did. Yeah. And that's powerful uh, life advice in general right there. That's it. That's really it. Like if you do that, you can't really lose. And that's how I've had to live my life. That's how Casey has decided to live his life. Um, and, and the two of you as well don't don't sell yourself short y'all are winners as well so you both actually decided to do the same thing and because of that you're on this podcast instead of the ones listening to it so you're doing something absolutely amazing keep doing it don't stop and to the listeners take a hint from these two they're killing it either follow them mimic them or just appreciate them mm -hmm. but but this oh, is how you as a PT student. <laughs> oh, look. Yes. Oh, shit. Hashtag get a podcast. Hashtag get a podcast. And we, we still have to emphasize, and we probably will every episode, we are students as well. We are first-year PT students. And so we're, we're going through this struggle as we are doing it, as we are doing this podcast. Like, you know, we still have to study. I have an exam Wednesday. I still have to study for it. Like, you know, we still have to put that in perspective. Like we are doing this as students for students, which is great. 
Yeah, and that's I mean, the unique perspective that we have too. Exactly. I think one thing I'll even like, like even conclude with is the fact that you're just documenting your journey, but also using the experiences of other people to enrich it, right? And so one thing that I've heard from, you know, like an entrepreneur that I listen to, Gary Vaynerchuk, is like when you document your journey, it's, it's sometimes even more inspirational to other people that are going to go through it either in real time as you do it or after you. So you guys realize that this podcast is going to be here even after you finish PT school. But another incoming PT student is going to see it and use it as their roadmap through. They're going to hear that Gabby had some exam on some Wednesday at some point several years ago or whatever. They're going to hear that you guys were, that you were both intentional about just jumping into this, not really knowing how it was going to turn out, but saying we are first year PT students, intentional about just figuring out this whole game, but we just want to serve other people like ourselves. And we want to do it through our journey. We want to do it through learning from others that have either gone through it or are going through it. And that's it. And, and that, that I think is the best way to do anything. I think a lot of times we always feel like we have to have something before we give it and not realizing that all we have to do is just show people what we're doing and, and just ups and downs, failures and successes, just have them see it because that's life. And because life is life, it actually becomes that much more inspirational to them. That was awesome. That's yeah. so true. So before we head out, I have a question for both of you. So what piece of advice would you give to all the current SPTs out there? One big piece of advice you wish someone gave you. Yeah, for, for me, it was definitely that. Um, here, I'll, I'll, I'll preface it with a story. Um, you guys were talking, Gabby, you were saying how you have uh, a test Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I remember that so vividly, all these freaking tests, you know, so many in a week. Oh my gosh, I don't want to go down that road. But no, we don't um, want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> when we have all those and you go through these struggles in PT school, since that is your audience, um, I've gotten like the worst test grade out of my class multiple times on multiple exams. I'm talking about we have a list outside of our class and I was at the bottom. We had aliases and all that. I was at the bottom multiple times. However, on other exams, I was at the very top multiple times. So I don't care if you have the lowest grade one time. I get messages all the time. Man, I've been following y'all. I got into PT school. I failed an exam. So you'll be fine. You got another one, right? Cool. Let's get it. So I don't know what slogan I can put on that and how I can phrase that in a sentence. Mm -hmm. But if you guys are listening to this, no matter if it's 2020, whatever, just know there was someone out there who's now the co-founder of Pre-PT Grind, now a practicing physical therapist, whatever else I become in the future, got the lowest test grade out of 40, well, probably like 36 people in the class multiple times and also bounced back and got the highest test grade on multiple exams. Plenty of times. So call it what you want, a roller coaster, marathon, whatever. I don't care. But just remember, just remember that. And when you're feeling down and out, somebody else is feeling down and out too. So, so, so that's it for me. I love that, man. I think what I would say is simply be grateful. Be very, very, very grateful. Um, I like. I think that's not emphasized enough. It's very easy to listen to an episode like this 
and say, man, Gabby and Sarah are killing it. Then we got these two PTs that are like a year out or less and they have a successful business and platform and this and their clip. Okay, so, so it's very easy to look at that and be overwhelmed and just think, okay, like I have more to do. Right? And just very, be so focused on what's next that you actually fail to really appreciate what's going on right now. I, I think one thing that I've learned is important is just to be ridiculously grateful. Um, wherever you're at, if, if it's the grades that are crap, like be, be grateful that you actually have an opportunity to elevate them. Be, be grateful that you have the opportunity to actually be in a cohort of students that other students, like when we see how hard pre-PTs are trying to get in, the ones that are denied two times, three times, four times, five times, and they're still grinding their behinds to get in, you got in, be grateful. Right, use that as your momentum with absolutely everything you do. If you're, if you're half, half, I mean, going at it like half-heartedly, okay, clearly you're not grateful for the position you're in, right? If it's the class that you're just kind of floating through, clearly you don't have gratitude for the opportunity you have to be in an amazing profession, but to even have the seat that you currently have, right? Sitting down for an exam, having the ability to do that, be grateful for it having the ability to serve people. Like, like really right now, Gabby and Sarah are just serving. Like this is, it's taking time away from their studying, but they're actually grateful for the opportunity to serve while also learning in real time. Be absolutely grateful. If you don't learn that, then there's nothing you'll ever accomplish. There's nothing you'll ever do that will ever be worth it to you. Everything you ever do, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how big you get. You're never going to actually see it you're gonna to be too far ahead of it to ever really appreciate it. So be ridiculously grateful and everything's gonna be gravy. Be grateful, but also like aim high with absolutely everything. Find the right people around you. If I heard that earlier, it would have been a wrap. Now I know it, so we killing it. You know what I mean? But, but, but be grateful, that's it. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And where can we find you on social media? I know you mentioned it earlier, but all the platforms that you're on, Honestly, go to www.preptgrind.com. It just links you to everything, uh, to our IG, Twitter, Facebook community, all that. Um, if you want to be part of our free community where we're just, you know, helping other pre-PTs. And I know that most of the listeners are PT students, but you want to just be there to just help add value. We have our pre-doctor physical therapy students page, which, I mean, you just went through the experience. So um, it's, it's good information on there that you can really just help us serve pre-PTs. Um, but, but any of those platforms, and then for me, it's just my name. Just look up Joseph, J-O-S-E-S, N-G-U-G-I on Facebook or any of those platforms and you'll find me. Casey has more, but that's <laughs> No, no, same thing. Go to the group. Just go to the members. Go to admins. You'll find both of us. We're there. Also check out the pre-PT Grind podcast, but that's on the website as well. If you can't find us, just, just Google it. We're there. If you can't find us, you're not looking hard enough. You're not exactly. looking hard enough. Well, thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing, ladies. Uh, you're both absolutely killing it. Um, and you have an amazing, amazing, I mean, if you don't stop, if you don't stop, you have an amazing career ahead of you. Um, and just keep inspiring other PT students using your experience, your journey, and just document it and let other people see you win because of it. So ridiculously proud of you both. Oh, thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. 
If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.